How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shadowcast. I am the host of the most, Nettie Marnetto. And I am Frisbee Moonsong. And we are here to bring you everything you need to know in the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG, baby. I love That's what's up. Like such a th- we need to make like a, a, a lit song about that. A lit song? Yeah. About everything you need to know in the Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. TCG, baby. Like the TCG, baby, will be like the main hook chorus. Mm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I'd, if I'd be allowed to. Because the last time I made a song about... A nerd interest. I got cussed out by <laughs> by my entourage, and they made me swear never to do a song like that again. Not because it was bad, just because it was too good. So, <laughs> so now I don't know where I stand. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's I, yeah, I wrote a, I wrote a really good song about some other stuff, and I was like, yeah, no, if I release this, I'll get stoned. So yeah, no. so I'm trying to I'm trying to laugh less. Uh, mm. on, <laughs> on this podcast because I got slack in public saying, oh, yeah, I can skip forward about 15 seconds and Frisbee Moonsong is still ending his laugh. <laughs> That's and <I'm>, savage. <laughs> and Who I'm told like, you that? Bruh. Out them. Out them on the show. I'm looking at you, Henko. <laughs> We're going to give you a free booster, Henko. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you can fast forward 15 seconds and you're still laughing now. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. He kept a timer. No, because on, on the Spotify thing, it says skip forward 15 seconds. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's what he does. He's like, ah, oh, he's laughing again, Skip. I like the idea of him keeping a timer, though. Yeah. Everyone, if anyone knows how long my humor lasts, that's that's the extended time. 15 seconds. Yeah. Click. Pretty much. <laughs> now we got now we got couch timing it as well. We're gonna, like, ah, we're gonna pull it up on the second screen, guys. I know what to cut. <laughs> we should have that. We should just have a like we should find a word that Robbie says all the time and we should have like a just a word counter for that. And then we go and it's like every time he says that word throughout the entire show. Is that it? That's it. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> okay. I'm 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 uh I guess I'm leaving the show pretty soon, guys. You guys can send your audition <laughs> So, anyway, today yes. we are talking about a very important... I think it's probably one of the, like, highest important things in Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm. The most and important thing with anything, really. With anything. And I think, like, it in general, it helps with being good at the game as well. Because the people who are actually good at the game and stay good at the game mm-hmm. have this at their peak. And um, it is mental health. I think mental health the is... The people who are good at this game have mental health at their peak? Yeah, like the a good mental health at their peak. Like, they have good mental health. You think so? I think so. You really think so? I think... Because I you think... You don't think the number one players are, like, tearing their hair out every now and then? I mean, it's okay to tear your hair out every now and then. That's the passion for the game. But I think still keeping a good mental health, you know, is very important for like the game. Like, in general? In general, you know? I feel like bad mental health ma- leads you to misplays and losing. Hmm. I mean, bad mental health leads to all kinds of bad decisions. So definitely, yeah, definitely. So, um, I I wanna I wanna bring up like something that also is very important. Is a lot of the times, people can be associated with our mental health, and I've noticed even for myself, um, when I'm either having a disagreement with someone, or if I'm going there and I've just come from an argument, or you know, I'm in a situation like that. A lot of the times it reflects in my playing and in my reactions to playing against other people. Yeah. You know, 
and a lot of the days, like even even if I'm just not in a good headspace from like missing someone or something, you know, mm. it 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 really messes with my my interactions. One hundred percent. That's definitely something I think a lot of people can relate to. It's definitely mm. something that we've spoken about with myself on the show before. Yeah, and yeah, like your your mental state going into a locals going into a tourney it's very crucial that you have just like a solid grasp on it like mm. to know because like even if you if you know that you're going in a little bit compromised you know you have to know that you can play compromised yeah so that's i mean yeah because also like those kind of mental states also put a mental block against the person you're playing against mm. you know um because i've noticed like when you're playing against someone with that kind of energy, you can kind of feel it. Yeah. There's like a disconnect because usually there's this like fun passion when you're dueling against people, even in a competitive setting, you know, but then as soon as you start playing against someone, even I've noticed it with yourself, with myself, I create this mental, this block from the other person, which is not always a healthy thing, you know, Mm. and it's not always pleasant, but it's not always a bad thing either because it's not to say, it's not okay to be in that state. Sometimes you just want to go to Yu-Gi-Oh to try and make yourself feel better. You mm. know, a lot of people have that. Like a lot of, for a lot of us, I think Yu-Gi-Oh is our vice, you mm. know, and it's a really, and sometimes it's not always the best idea to go, but also sometimes it can help just meeting these people. True. But True. I think what's really important is just trying to have, um, have someone at the event you can connect with. Or mm. someone have, or someone nearby, mm. in the vicinity Definitely. that you can connect with. Because at least when you're having one of those mental blocks or moments, you can have someone to pick you up and mm. you know help you. Because we've all had times where we've been at Yu-Gi-Oh, and something's just not gone right, and you've kind of like just hit your mental breaking point so much so that you have to get outside. You yeah. know, and sometimes it comes out. Different people, it comes out in different ways, you know? Different mm-hmm. people react differently to these sort of things. And you just got to be able to figure out a way to have this person, have someone with you who can actually not always, they won't always obviously make you feel better, but at least coax you through it. Because mm-hmm. that's what you do. You support each other, you know, yeah. at these events. Because I think how I like to see it, it's also kind of like a sport, mm-hmm. you know? And you have to and support also, your teammates. Yeah, and also, like, just from the community perspective as well, mm. you know. Well, we, 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 we often, like, look at this from a very competitive perspective, and understandably so, it's a competitive yes. game. But at the same time, we are a community, and it's very important to make sure that your community is healthy. If your community is not healthy, then the game suffers. Yeah. So it's very important to make sure that you're on top of your own mental health, and if you have the capacity you know, mm. to give out a helping hand wherever you can, however mm. you can to those who might need. Yeah. Yeah. And there are like a lot of, I know um, it is a tendency for a lot of people who at least like a lot of people who get involved in these sort of, I guess what you would call Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of like an underground sort of uh, game in a way that most board games are because you know like if you think about it like things like D&D and stuff a mm-hmm. lot of the kids would play that in their basement you know back in the day Yeah. and Yu-Gi-Oh does have that kind of essence to it where it's like we're not the mainstream sort of people 
you know? Yeah. But also, like, all of us are a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, Just say that we're not popular. Yeah, we're not, <laughs> like, not popular. Why are you prancing around it? Just call I us, could, I just call us a bunch of virgin, virgin smelly nerds. Just With do beards, it. Yeah. With beards, yeah. just do it. I'm like, this guy wants to tiptoe around it. Just say it. But say like, it. Th- there's some fine-ass people at Yu-Gi-Oh! But anyway, um, so... <laughs> Anyway, um, they don't look at me like that. <laughs> so, like, it's that kind of a thing where I think everyone, all of us, have some weird inclination about us, and yeah, you know, every every That's one what they of think, us. Yeah. Huh? Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, no. I thought you were still on the thing about the the whole ugly, virginless, smelly. Oh. And, and you were like, that's uh, how people see us. And I was like, yeah, that is how people see us, but it couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> Actually, went, I, I went down a completely different tangent. That's yeah. true, though. Like, yeah. a lot of the people that you see there, like, you think, like, oh, yeah. okay. We're, we're you, not those people. We're, we're not we're those very, We're incredibly normal. We're actually like there's actually like attractive looking Yu-Gi-Oh and players with lives and jobs and yeah. you know girlfriends and boyfriends and boyfriends and, and same friends and yeah yeah you know like even there's there's a guy who plays Yu-Gi-Oh right now who used to play rugby for the Bulls mm. literate yeah. there's someone at our Yu-Gi-Oh place yeah. who used to play rugby for the Bulls and and he's something else guys <laughs> he's he's <laughs> He's such a unique dude. <laughs> and he's actually good at the game and gets into it. Shout out to Ruan. <laughs> so, I wasn't going to call him out, but hey. <laughs> no, shout out, shout out to the man. No, shout out to the man. If you're listening, shout out to you, my guy. Yeah, but you know, it's like that shows the variety of people that are there. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because like a lot of these people come from all these different walks of life. And it's kind of like how mental health is still like really really important in this game because of the differences people have mm-hmm. you know you got to be able to respect everyone there especially we have a lot of like one thing i'm definitely low-key proud of is the lgbtqia plus represent representation in oh, our yeah. community yeah and i think it's because we have such a strong uh, lgbtq presence mm. and a and I also I also want to say like a strong like racial diversity amongst yeah. us as well. It's it's very important that we keep our mental health in mind. Yeah, you know, and how we treat other people in the game as well, because like everything we say impacts one another yeah. one way or another. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I remember I remember when I was in a relationship back in the day. You know, every time I was away from my partner for a really long period of time, mm. I would have shit days at Yu Gi Oh. Mm. Like, I would go to, if I was fighting or something, I would go to Yu-Gi-Oh! And I would just be mad. And then if I would lose a game, or if I would lose, like, two games, it would affect my mental so badly. Mm. And I would misplay more often than I wouldn't, you know? Word. And, and like, I'm not saying don't go on days like that. But I think at least have someone to support you on days like that. Yeah, it's good to have a friend with anything. Yeah. It's good to have a, <clears throat> excuse me, sort of buddy system. That's why I think also when starting the game of Yu-Gi-Oh, mm-hmm. it's very important to start with someone. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, it's easier financially. It's easier... Um, a- every aspect of the game just becomes easier. The moment yeah. you have a soundboard and a and a, and a partner yeah. and a colleague, you know what I mean? Like, every every single aspect of the game becomes a lot easier 
the moment you have somebody to play with. That's why we we try we always try our best to speak to the to the community angle of this. Yeah. And to foster that in people because that's how we keep the game alive. Cuz I remember even when I started playing, I didn't start so I did start with a friend, right? Mm. He entered one regionals and he stopped playing. Mm. And it's not that he did bad. He made top 16 at the regionals, mm-hmm. um which was like pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is that after that, he left, and I was kind of, like, left to my own devices, but we were still, like, really fresh into the game. Like, <laughs> I was probably even fresher than you are right now, you know? Mm. And it's it's still, it's still that kind of thing where picking yourself up from that... I mean, if you look where I am now, mm. I didn't win my first regionals until 2021. Dang. And... You know, it took it took that long to actually get to something. Yes, it took like a long time. I think I only topped my first regionals mm. in twenty eighteen. And you started playing when? And I started playing and I started playing at the end of twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. So it still like took a really long time to build up from that, you know? But I feel mm-hmm. like also what I've noticed is like have circles where you can practice in. Yeah. You know? I feel like we're 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 diverging from yeah. our main our main point yeah, here. Yeah, our main point. <laughs> I think what one thing that definitely has to be discussed though is what to do if this game is the source of your mental mm. I don't want to say desperation. Yeah. Uh let's say mental strife. Yeah. Like if the if the game is the source of your mental strife, I think it's very much a stop, drop and roll. Yeah. You know? Like I think in fact it's actually something we can observe right now. Yeah. We've noticed, or rather I've noticed, I'm not sure if if you've noticed, um, that we are losing players right now. Mm -hmm. And we're losing players seemingly from both ends. Mm -hmm. It's not just old players that are hanging up hanging up the gloves hanging up the files. Um, It's it's not old players who are sitting two and passing, you know. It's it's the young ones as well. There's a few of them who we have not seen in a while. Mm Mm-hmm. Not that they've like gone missing or anything. It's I wouldn't just, lie, they have come it's back. Just the, I've they, oh, they've they come came, back. They came back. This oh, they week. came. Oh, yeah. that's great then. Yeah, we had the young guns coming back this week. I that's think good it news. Probably was the tier format. That's good news. But the old guys are still bouncing. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think, I think it's it's not something that people would necessarily want us to say, mm-hmm. and it's not something that that I necessarily want to say Mm. but at the same time if this is getting in the way of your life Mm. if this is kicking your wallet in the nuts yeah if this is not if if there is a joy in this that you can no longer find Mm -hmm. take a step back yeah take a step back maybe don't come that weekend that's that's true that's actually like very important yeah i think like giving yourself a mental break from this game can be actually really really healthy because it's a tough game yeah it's intense it's an incredibly intense game solely for the fact that there's a winner and a loser yeah there's all sorts of stakes to this just naturally yeah especially if you're trying to play in a competitive scene Mm. you know that's Even if, but also, but also, if you're trying to be casual, because yeah. now you have to find somebody who's not a tryhard. Yeah. And it's like, we do have a wide community, but we are a community of tryhards. Yeah. You know what true. I mean? You can't, 
You can't go through a single duel without somebody looking over your shoulder saying, oh, why didn't you resolve X? I would have resolved X and then I would have summoned Y and then if you summon Y, you can activate Y effect and then you can attack direct twice a game. It's uh, like nobody fucking asked you, mate. Like, <laughs> like can you shut that the... That is so Can true. you like shut the fuck up? I'm playing Ojamas, dude. Oh my like, God, that is so true. <laughs> I'm playing Ojamas. Exactly. Like, can you piss off, mate? Yeah. But like... That's our our entire communities like that though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, if uh, am I not speaking the truth when there's like there's at least been one person I, who's over your that. shoulder? No, regardless of what you were doing, yeah. like you could have been balls deep in the final. Yeah, you know what I mean of like of of Nats, or it could be the most friendly game uh-huh. you're having at your local card store. Yeah, and there's somebody who's watching like yeah. Resolve the thingy. Oh, you didn't resolve the thingy. Now look at you. Or, Let's like fuck off, mate. Or when, or when you're playing, right, and you activate something, and you just hear people behind you go, oh. exactly, dude. I'm like, bro, like who asked you? Excuse me. Fuck what? off, no, dog. You know. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Personally. But like, it's. I think it's also. <laughs> I think like it's also that kind of level of like, I think there's. There needs to be an understanding between those two parties yeah. of like, when do we want the help mm. and when do we want you to just shut the hell up and enjoy it, you know? Yeah. And it's that kind of thing. Like if someone wants the help, they'll ask you, mm. right? If someone like, usually the best thing to do is wait till someone's finished the game mm. and um, maybe ask them afterwards, Hey, would you like some advice on how you could have, played that better Mm. you know i think those are like good ways to approach it because that because a lot of the time it can be other people's um it can be the way other people almost uh they don't belittle you but the way they try to explain things to you is very demeaning yeah i mean it it could just also be because we're part of we are an extension of the gaming community and yeah. the gaming community is not known for being wholesome. Yeah. So we do not approach things in a wholesome way. Yeah. You know, it's just immediate opinion, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, but like if we, if we're keeping the core of the discussion at mind here, you know, like it's very important to realize that. And I'm not going to say that your opinion, your opinion doesn't always have to be said because mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying to censor people. Yeah. You know what I mean, if you say what's on your mind, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm. Who am I to tell you to shut up? Yeah. In that same breath, though, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true, though. Like, no, it's... like, cause, like, we have to remember that at the end of the game, at the end of the day, this is a game, mm. and if you're somebody who this game as well, like, if this intensity is getting to you on too many aspects of your life, take a step back, reassess. There's something. There's either something you're doing wrong, mm. or your approach to this is like not 100%. Maybe you were not honest with yourself about what you were trying to get out of it. Yeah. And maybe it means reduced time. Maybe it means you're going to look further down the line and then you're going to quit. Mm. Right. If that's what it, if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. You yeah. know, you gotta like, you gotta lessen the load on yourself first. Yeah. Because there is no game without you. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're not in it. Yeah. And it's like, even, even if you're at a point where you want to be competitive and it's affecting your mental, just also take a break, you mm. know? Because sometimes what you got to do is you got to step back and you got to wait. Mm, exactly. And you got to figure out what exactly is it that you want from this game. Mm. Because, the, like, sometimes, as you said, sometimes people lie to themselves about what they want, you know? Mm. And it takes some time to figure out what kind of... 
I mean, everyone would like to win. Uh, maybe not everyone, but most people, I'm pretty sure, would like to have the feeling of winning their first locals, mm -hmm. you know, or topping a regionals. Mm -hmm. Maybe some people don't even have that in them. They just yeah, wanna, some people just want to play cards. Some okay. people just want to come every weekend and play cards and, you know, enjoy it. And yeah. when you beat someone with that stupid combo that you did, that's cool, you know. Yeah. Some people just enjoy the creativity of the game. Exactly. You know, mm. and that's and that's where it comes to. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of the times format dictates that. You know, mm. like a lot of the times format can be a very important factor in ter in turn of like people's mental state because tier elements, damn, that thing <laughs> brought pain to a lot of people. Mm. You know, but also it's. I it's, am one of them. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's also the way like, of how how are you able to, because. There was one thing that um, Andrew said in our interview. He said, take care of your new players. Yeah. And that is so true. Shout out to the main man, Andrew. I think um, I think a lot of the times people don't do that well enough, mm. you know, because especially like I, I can talk from my side because, you know, we're talking from opposite sides of the spectrum where you're still starting and I'm, you know, I've been playing for a long time. And I think the way I like to describe it is that you've been playing for eons and I've been playing for like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that thing of like, I think I've I've played so long that I understand what my mental state is in the game and what I want out of it. Right. Mm. And sometimes how that can get convoluted is sometimes maybe yeah i started being a casual player because i i will admit i never always played like competitively fully right but then there's like there was a click clicking point where you're like oh i'm hungry for it now you know mm. and some people haven't clicked in that point to that point mm. and some people never will you know mm. and you got to be able to understand as an experienced player or someone who has played for long enough that not everyone wants the same thing you want and sometimes I won't lie. Even for me, sometimes that ca that can get confusing, right? Like I was watching a game at Dragon Town, <laughs> and the guy I was watching a guy play, and I saw him. He had game on board, right? He could have just ended the game by doing a small thing, and I think he knew he could have done that, right? But then I was like, "Oh, dude, you had you had game on board, right? You know." And I I just said that to him. I I didn't think about what I said because in my head the assumption is we're playing to win to get more packs right to make something back from it or you want to be able to win the locals or something because that's you know that's the victory the the end goal is victory the end goal is victory, end goal is victory. i mean you can have fun while at the same time you know it's, and also it's not to say also don't get me wrong it's not the people who want victory they're not being they're not terrible people for wanting that oh, thing. Oh, no of course not so no, yeah. it's also like the other side of like yeah. don't bash people who try to do that because mm. you know some people we just got to understand the different mentalities. I mean, we're very much saying in the nicest way possible, don't go into the kitchen if you can't stand the heat. Yeah. Because right? it's hot. Yeah. It's crazy hot. But then, so anyway, after the game, right, um, or while he was busy playing, he, he came to me and he's like, no, I don't want to win. My goal is to end up on one life point and then I can kill him. Hmm. So he was playing um, Dynamorphia. Right, which is the deck that constantly halves their life points to activate effects, right? Yeah. And his his objective was to was to halve his life points until he got to one life point and then he wanted to kill him. <laughs> and he didn't care if he lost, he wanted that objective. And I watched him and I watched him on that week and I was very confused. I was like, You could have just won because you're in time. He's like, No, I don't care, I didn't get to one life point. And I was like, That that was very interesting for me, because you know, I don't I don't always think of that. I'll mm. think for me, I would think like, okay, I didn't get to it. Let me just quickly kill him and then I'll try to do it in the next round. That would be my mentality, right? Mm. It's like, I've got game here. Let me kill him and we'll try again next time. But no. I mean, which does make sense. Like, 
there is a very much there's very much a a how to say robotic element to how you play. Yeah. But I think that's that's just most players on your level. Do you think it's like very robotic or do you think it's more is Oh, it's it's incredibly robotic. Mm. You, you kind of do things on autopilot. Um though bringing it back to the main point. I feel like we keep segueing. We keep segueing and yeah. and I want to keep the the conversation close to heart because yeah. I I feel like this is this is a lot like we're a we're a funny podcast mm-hmm. right we're a funny show we tell jokes and we make fun of ourselves mm-hmm. and we have a good time and we laugh but like you know just based on conversations with with people that I've had or even just the looks that you see every now and then you can tell that like there is a lot of sadness in this community mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of sadness a lot of darkness and we do come to this game to ignore those things. Mm. I recognize that, like, the reason why we don't have these conversations is because we're here to forget those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want to think about your, your bills. Yeah. You don't want to think about your baby mama. You're not, you're not, like, you know, you're not trying to think about the things that give you stress. You're yeah. here to faff about with shiny cardboard like the rest of us. But, like, there is, uh, there is a certain point in which I feel like such things need to be addressed. Mm. And... Yeah, Doug, like, don't be sad. Yeah, <laughs> It's either don't be sad, come through, or don't be sad, go home. Don't you know? be sad, because sad backwards is das, and das not good. <laughs> no, Robbie. No. <laughs> no, no, you know what I mean. But... I know what you mean. And no. <laughs> Bad joke. Like Bad. If, so, I know from my point, there was even, like, a point where I was not in a good mental state, right? Hmm. And in that time... A lot of the times where I came to Yu-Gi-Oh, it was because it felt like it was the only thing I ever did well mm. and the only thing I was ever decent at. That's and deep, I would go in and I would try so hard just to keep doing well. But like also financially, you got to admit, like there is a point of this game where it's pay to win. And I didn't have the money. I was in university at the time, right? Yeah. And there, there were points like that where I was like very much... I would even... Like, I would even almost rage quit sometimes. I would just be like, if I get hit with Mystic Mine again, I'm flipping this table. You know what I mean? Mm. But, like, almost, like, meant it. Because in my mind, I was just like, I I need to be good at this. Because if I'm not good at this, I'm not good at anything. Mm. And um, And that was, like, a mental state that I was in. And it was very hard to kind of accept... You know, because I, I, I push myself a lot in this game. And I think you've seen it. I, mm. I'm very hard on myself in this game sometimes. Yeah. Um, especially, like, because of um, how I've built up and it's taken so long. And now, like, with reputation and stuff, you know, you start to fall off. And you're like, yeah. what's what's going on? Am I bad? You know, people mm. won't look up to you anymore. You know, that kind of thing. And there's also that kind of pressure. And it's just, like, how... I. I got to teach myself how to enjoy the game again without, well, yeah, with still being like, I can still have that competitive aspect because, you know, I want to do it again. I want to win nationals again and get the ticket I missed out on last time. But it's also that thing of like, I need to, it's, it's not good if I'm going in and I'm just getting upset all the time, you know, because mm. that, that usually happens when you don't put importance into the other things in your life exactly and that's a lot of the times what i was doing Mm. um 
and it usually happened a lot of the times where things were going to shit in my life and that's when i felt like cool everything's going to shit i'm not good at this i can't do this right i can't get this right let me at least go to Yu-Gi-Oh! at something i know everything about yeah. you know and it 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 does hit you mentally like it is something that's very tough to accept that like this is this is a game at the end of the day yeah you want to be competitive but you can't base this off everything you want to do you know and you can't use this as a vice all the time yeah there's no such thing as a good addiction yeah um but it's okay like i think i think especially since i came to joburg um i've gotten to a point of i've been the most in the most well-rounded headspace mm. of Yu-Gi-Oh, you know because when i was in cape town i i was still trying to board up and i was like crawling and crawling to get to those spots that i wanted to and i would get so upset with myself because i would never make it to the top mm. right and i would always i would st- they were like from 2018 i almost made top cut in every single regional but i never won and that sometimes takes a toll on your mental but then you also got to remember there's some people that have pl- been playing for years and haven't even topped the tournament you know mm-hmm. and how do you as a player how are you able to just kind of reconcile with that and be okay with that yeah you know and it's okay to like ask for help and get people to help you because that's what the community is about that's why you get someone to help you you know that's why you go with someone and i think from my side it took me time to be comfortable with where i am and the journey there is difficult because especially when you're starting i can understand for like you and a couple other players who're starting you have so much to ca- catch up on and when you look at that mountain you know it's kind of like a mountain and every step along the way it's like oh i have to know about this card effect and this ruling and this meta deck and it's like oh my god you know listen i've got a whole anecdote i can give you on that but we're about to uh head into our break yeah i've been talking shout, <laughs> shout out to 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 the patreon listeners because uh, they know what comes up and we do have a very special something to announce yeah we are very much looking forward to having a very special guest soon and we're about to get into it but uh you're only gonna find out if you're one of our patrons so yeah, yeah we'll see you soon guys yeah take five tired of being stuck in the same place? Do you want to get paid to travel the world? <laughs> Shame. Hi, I'm Nettie Marnetta. And I'm Frisbee Moonsong. And if you've made it this far into the episode, then please consider subscribing to our Patreon. Not only is it the best way to support the show, you're also putting food in our mouths and you're winning the approval of Couch, our producer. And that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, he's got high standards. You'll also get access to Patreon-specific content, such as Behind the Break, a special segment where we talk more about Yu-Gi-Oh!, tell personal stories, and make inappropriate jokes while censoring none of it. I mean, it's what you could be listening to right now instead of this ad, right? So visit patreon.com slash shadowcastza. That's patreon.com forward slash shadowcastza and give us your money. And we are back to our main show. We hope you enjoyed the behind the break to all our Patreon listeners. And to all of you who are not on Patreon and you want the lowdown on what's good, then you know where you got to go, honey. Yep. Yep. You know where we be. You know what you will know what's coming soon. <laughs> so <laughs> and it's going to be amazing. So um before we broke off, we ended the first half. I I said I wanted to say something. 
Um, and it was an experience I had, which it's bittersweet. Mm. So the moment for it itself for me is bittersweet. It's yeah. not just these negative feelings, but they were these negative. I didn't choose to focus on them at the time mm. or definitely not even afterwards. But like, <clears> I do acknowledge <throat> the fact that they were there. Mm. Like um, when we were seeing the homie out, you know, when Andrew was about to leave. Yeah. And we had the one last shindig for the dude. Yeah. Um, all of you guys had your 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 secretive trade files. Yeah. Your you guys went and you got the stuff that's like for <laughs> for, for like the deepest Yu-Gi-Oh fan, you know, yeah. like the, the 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 most innermost circle of the most innermost circle. Yeah. Trading the most innermost circle. It's cards. like when you got to go to the inner sanctum of the king and they showed you their precious crown. Yeah, pool, it's kinda. like it's like a card that would only be <clears throat> traded between Kaiba and Pegasus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, oh shit, this is deep, dude. Yeah. This is deep. I didn't even want to show up with my little baby file. But yeah. like that experience was in some ways it was inspiring and I I do focus more on the inspiring part of it. But like a part that did suck is I spent most of that of that like interaction just sitting there and watching things happen in front of me mm. things that i couldn't even explain you know cards i've never seen before cards i may never see again mm. uh all of them insane values insane rarities gotten from insane places and i'm just like i'm not i felt like i wasn't even a tourist in this thing mm. because i've got nothing to show for it that's like that amazing you know and granted, I am at the start of my journey, you know, it's just, that's just the nature of these things. It, yeah. it like, it, it gets you when you least expect it. Mm. It weighs on your mind when you don't want it to, mm. you know? Yeah. And seeing people be so much further ahead of you can be really intense. I feel, I often feel like there's no in between. It's a mountain, yeah. Yeah. With this thing. Like, even with new players we see now. I think the only new player we've ever gotten who didn't know the game that much was Sponello. Mm. And even he he had an inkling, you know yeah. what I mean? But like he's the only person I can think of who was new who sucked quote unquote more than me when I started. Yeah. Um and of course I I mean sucked in the sense of he didn't know how to play, not that he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, like I think of all the other new players, especially the ones that we've got now, they know about like Dragon Link and stuff. Mm. And I'm like, no, I don't even know what the hell a dragon was. <laughs> I didn't see a dragon until I was a man. But like, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's just another thing. You see, you see these people ahead of you. You don't really see anybody at your level. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and then the people who were at your level, they surpass you. Or they pull better cards than you, or they stop showing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 very easy to let this thing eat away at you mm -hmm. in a very unhealthy way. That's true. Yeah. It's it's scary to have those sort of feelings because you see so many people ahead of you. Like even, because um, even you as a player, and this is probably gonna be scary to you, but even you as a player who sees that mm. someone like i think i think even pro players sometimes get that insecurity when mm. it happens to them like there will always be a point where or not always like 
there are some points where even pro players will feel like I'm falling behind. Mm. Um, like I've had that like moments like when Kashira was became the best deck, you know. And every time I play against them, it always feels like an uphill battle. And that's where you get points, where I get points, where I feel like, am I falling behind in the game? But it's also like, I think, at the same time, an important mental note to have is give yourself credit where credit is due. Yes. Because um, as much as you felt like, oh, you don't give know yourself this. credit where credit isn't due. You beat that by my guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, like, as much as you. Like, if I could use you as an, as an example, as much as you have had moments where you feel like you're behind or you don't know this deck or you've never seen that card before or, you know, you still have not experienced the game enough to understand what that is, um, you have also done things that have even, like, like blown my comprehension of the game where you took a Marinces deck and you are able to build it in such a way that you'll be able to give, you were able to give Tia a run for their money, mm. you know, in that time. And I think there's not a lot of people who can say that, who have that thing to say, I did that. True. You know what I mean? And not only did you do that, but you did that at such an early point in your Yu-Gi-Oh career um, that you came up with this idea completely on your own. Mm. You know? And by on your own, yes, you could draw inspirations from other people, but like you created that monster yeah i put the puzzles together you know what i mean and that's and a lot of the time we underestimate ourselves of some of the things that we have done and we get so much so hindered by the fact that so many people are ahead of us but we underestimate how resourceful we can be in our own right Mm. and i understand that starting out it's tough because you don't have all the resources um but also at the same time you know it's it's a process and every every little <coughs> excuse me every little mishap is a stepping stone and that and we have little milestones along the way yeah and that one point where you did that with that deck was quite a breakthrough for you i mm. feel and it pushed you up to another level I and think so too. i think my, yeah, my my playing changed a lot after that day and i think in a space of time you might hit a lull but then again, there's going to come a point where you had another breakthrough. Like if you looked at when, um, before Tia came, there was a moment where I was just playing the same old Toto or doing the same old thing or whatever. Um, I don't know if you were there before Tia. No. You weren't. No. Um, but like I, I caught Despi- the branded Despia Sword yeah. Soul thingy on its way out. Yeah. But yeah. I had kind of hit a lull after uh, the fact, right? Mm. And you kind of caught me in that moment where I had created that sprite tier monster. And that was for me, another level of like, Oh shit, this is really cool. I agree. I I was was, sorry. I'm going to interrupt you and go on a little bit of a tangent and I apologize. Um, I was thinking that when you were like, that was something, uh, I did that, that like astounded you for me, that was something you did that like really showed me what you're capable of. Mm. And one thing I often think to myself is that like, especially like I think about it now because I know that you're really struggling with the Kashtira meta. Mm. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get worried. You know, I don't get worried yeah. because I feel like you're one of those players right now who you're so good. You don't have to play meta. Like, I mean, to the point where like, you don't even have to play any of the we constantly talk about the strategies that we think are good against meta that aren't good we talk about the cards that aren't and i'm like your thinking is beyond that 
your thought process goes beyond that. You you don't go, oh, I need this, 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 this in my deck. You're like, I need a gishki and I need a no punk whatever <laughs> and I need to go look for Mushroom Man 2 and I'm like, <laughs> fuck, okay, shit, Mushroom Man 2, let's go. But like, yeah, I, I, I think your your mastery puts you at a at a level that it's like you don't you don't have to dodge bullets dude hmm. you don't have to dodge bullets and i think when you remember that you're gonna have a much easier time with cashier hmm. yeah i think also that goes like that's i think that's also the thing about a lot of people is they look up to people like that and i think i wanted for people to not be a fear or a a disheartening thing of like, geez, like that's so far out of my grasp. I want it to be an inspiring thing for more like, you know, you can, you can push it. You just have to allow yourself to be open and free and creative, you know? And I know it's tough, but there are a lot of people, like there are people like even us as Shadowcast, you know, we hear for people like that who want to try explore their range and be like, because I, I know I've made the mistake of someone said, should I play this? And I said, no, it's bad. And then they played it and it worked. And I was like, I'm stupid. And then I try it, you know, like yeah. I, it's, there's a lot of people with like amazing thoughts for this game <clears throat> and don't ever doubt yourself. Yeah. I think self-doubt in this game is very, very prominent, especially in terms of how, how many losses you've taken, mm. you know? And I yeah, think... you have to believe that you are the biggest, baddest mofo in there. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you might, you might just lose the heart. Yeah. yeah. And I think also it's, it's that kind of thing where like, I understand not a lot of people, cause I think one thing that's for certain in terms of a game like this is the more, you know, the more powerful you can be. Right. Yeah. And that's why I think so many people feel like they're falling from falling behind. And it's because they have not had the experience of the wide variety. Cause like I would probably be able to come up with more wacky ideas only because merely the fact I know more of the card. Yeah. You've got some serious skin in the game. Yeah. I, not even having the skin in the game. I know more about the card pool than you do. Mm. Like I know more about certain cards that exist that, it, that yeah. exists that you don't even know of. Like the remove brainwashing situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? That blew my mind and you were yeah. like, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. And the only reason for that was because I played back in the format where that card was actually played. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not, and it's not anything that's like a downfall on other people because you've had your, your own merits where even when you built that tier and I, I only drew against you yeah. in that tournament because I was not able to kill you. Which to this day, to this day, I saw you build that stupid wall in front of me and I wanted to hit you so bad. <laughs> I wanted to hit you because I knew exactly what you were doing and uh. I knew that it was going to work. And I was like, oh, you fuck what? I had it. <laughs> I had it. I had it and you ruined it. You, for me. you did have you, it. In you the like lay down. You like you lay down on your side like a Snorlax and you were like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. If I can't win, neither of us is going anywhere. And I was like, oh, fuck this. And guy. you had no Pokemon flute. Yeah, screw you, dog. I like how we're using Pokemon for Yu-Gi-Oh! reference. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I think think a lot of people need to be just confident in what they can do. Like, even even you yourself, I think you have the potential to come up with these great ideas. I think so, too. I I think... Sorry, I'm interrupting you again. (laughs) And, like, even... 
I know the Kaiju Marenses didn't work for regionals, but oh my God, was their idea insane? Yeah. You know, and for that format, it was so perfect because mm. the Kaijus are the thing. I just personally think you just didn't have the favorable matchups. Yeah, but, the matchups were really not but, in my favor. You know, it's just one of those things where even if you have those days, I think you also got to keep telling yourself that you're okay, you're doing fine. Mm. You know, because yeah, definitely, yeah. I think um, affirmations for yourself in this game are very important. Mm. You know, keep telling yourself that you're lucky. You need a true north. Keep keep yeah. telling yourself that you can do this. Keep telling yourself you can win. Keep that you can improve. It's it's that yeah. thing. I know everyone jokes about, oh, have faith in the heart of the cards. But dude. No, seriously, dude. That's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Top deck be saving people, dog. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you just got to have faith in your ability to. Because sometimes, sometimes you'll be like. Um, sometimes there aren't you. There was nothing you could have done to win that game, and that's yeah. okay, you know. Yeah. And and that's gonna be the hard part of the mental thing of the financial side of it. Of like, you know, obviously the meta decks are gonna do better, but how how are you able to be okay with your mental state that it is gonna be an uphill uphill climb, you know? And um, I think even you learned uh, when we were at. Pranesh's house is that you you faced Ruan right mm -hmm. and you faced uh, Kashtira like for almost like the first time in real life in, yeah the new Kashtira the new Kashtira yeah and and because of your inexperience against the deck mm. I think it just completely overtook yeah your mental state and and what I mean by new Kashtira is like the new strategies that yeah. that that normal Kashtira is implementing these yeah. days. Because I think also like it's very difficult because um, people like Pranesh and Ruan who have been watching the pro scene, they they know how yeah. to play around certain cards, right? Yeah. So they'll end up playing around Nib and Ash and and my Kaijus, yeah. And and the thing is like in in terms of things like. You'll get other people, and I spoke about this at locals, where you'll get other people that don't really care. They just play, this is my combo, and I'm going to do it. And, mm. the, like, people will play into Nib, and they don't get punished for it. And mm. you're like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, and it's that sort of thing where you, when it comes to something like a big event, like a YCS, those people won't top mm. because they'll get punished for their deeds, you know? Yeah. And it's it's that, and I'm not I'm not trying to bash people for that thing. Don't get yeah, me wrong. No, yeah, you're not calling anyone out. I'm here. not calling no, anyone you, out. Yeah. But it's just like, it's that kind of thing where you also have to adapt to different people, you know. And sometimes when you play against people of certain levels, you can see the gaps of how different people play. So I'm pretty sure when you faced Ruan, it felt very different than facing someone at locals. Oh yeah, I mean completely. Yeah. Mm. I mean, at the same time, Nexus is blessed to have some of the best players in the country. So yeah. not that much different, but like yeah. different. Yeah. Like how, how do you think something like that or you would in, do you feel like you've taken your own steps to improve your mental state in terms of that kind of thing? Or how do you feel your mental state is right now in terms of that? I feel like I'm currently in the process because as as is not a secret on this show i'm in a lull mm. and like at the same time as much as i'd honestly i'd honestly like certain things to be different the lull comes at a great time because the game the game was at the time that like i started reducing my time spent at Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah 
uh, at the time where it started to happen, it was already having so much of an effect on different parts of, of many different parts of my life. Mm. And yeah, that stop, it was, it was like the right time. Any, yeah. any further. And I feel like something would have possibly tipped over there, tipped over or, or ruined to a point that might not have been able to fix. Yeah. Um, and that's also something that we've gone very in depth on behind the break mm. on Patreon. Uh, but like, yeah, it, it got pretty intense as you mm. know. And the step back that I've, that I'm in the middle of now mm. has been great to just refocus my mind. Like I'm finding the drive to pursue certain things that I had put on pause. Cause mm. I felt like I didn't have time. Um, I'm finding, uh, more, how to say just re- relaxation, you know, yeah. just like in a better state of mind. And even with the game itself, because I still play. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll I'll be on Edo, and mm. I'll just like I'll play cards for fun, and I'll play my favorite decks, and those games are so much more, uh, calming and. Yeah, I it's it's a lot easier to just hang back and enjoy what I'm doing, and and I make mistakes, and I'm aware that I make the mistakes, mm. and I'm like, ha ha, oopsie. It's because I'm a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> And 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 I lose the game and I laugh. You know, Um, I think it's been it's been very good for my mental state. Mm. And unfortunately, it does take away the physical element, which Mm. is the part I often miss the most. Yeah. And the the thing I often want to do about the most, you Mm -hmm. know, because like the people are very integral and they're one of a kind. Yeah. And um, as as you often say, you know, community is important. Yeah. But outside of that. I'm getting a lot of peace of mind back and I'm getting a lot of my, my time back and my, um, how to say I, an identity in a way, you know, uh, because at the same time, I'm also no longer that guy who's, you know, not doing something because of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for those part for those parts, I'm I'm very glad for. I think it's and yes, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> and it, it's 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 definitely something worth keeping in mind when I eventually turn the heat back up. Yeah. Because this is ideally temporary. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, to just keep a a very a very well balanced uh, mm-hmm. approach to both the Yu Gi Oh. And everything else, so mm-hmm. that one doesn't have to necessarily assimilate the other. Yeah, yeah. And it gives you time to kind of ease back into it, because yeah. that's very important, you know. Because I think also a lot of the time when people start, and it it's kind of necessary that you get rushed headfirst into it, and that's because you need to get a couple of things. Because it's also a money game, right? Where you have to get it while it's cheap. You know what I mean? We agree to disagree there. But yeah, yeah. I I like I I don't think like I think it's also necessary and not necessary if that makes sense. I'm not saying it's. 100% I don't think necessary. it makes sense, <laughs> but I get you. <laughs> like, like that kind of thing where, <laughs> um. I don't know. I think everyone needs to. One thing I at least learned from this experience is that a lot of people need to get into Yu-Gi-Oh! in their own pace. Yeah. And that's definitely for sure, you know? And I think a lot of the time, what a lot of pro players want to do is if they see someone who wants to get good, we're so excited to get 
you know more players up in the higher echelons that we're like okay get this get this get this and you can join us you know and we often forget that like how long it took us to ease into it Mm. you know and how long it took us to i think and you also usually get this from people who didn't have anyone to help them when they came into the game so they're like oh i didn't get that kind of help but i want to give that to you you know, and that's why I think a lot of people, a lot of the new players these days can feel rushed. Because um, some of the people back then didn't get that sort of jump start into the game, which I think a lot of people now nowadays at least have the opportunity to. So people try to give them that, which is not always the best way for them to ease into it. Yeah. You know, and I think that's imp- a very important aspect that um, old players and new new players need to keep in mind with each other. And understand that with each other so we can actually have a healthy game in terms of how to balance out everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mostly on old players, though. Definitely mostly on old players. Because it's very hard for old players to kind of (laughs) get that mentality of, I know what it was like to start. Here you go. You know, it's it's a challenge. And I'm not going to lie, it was a challenge for me, you know? Yeah. Um, I've also, like, if if you don't mind me adding this... mm. I've also just seen how we are with new players more more often than not, and we're like we're like we're not sharks, we're not sharks who smell blood and water in the sense of like we can't wait to take like a, a chunk out of them. Yeah. it's like we're sharks in water in the sense of like, dude, like give him his personal space, mm. you know. Uh, stop throwing your father at him. That would be great. <laughs> um, Sorry, them I should say instead of him, uh, because we're speaking generally here. Yeah. Uh, give them just give them a chance to soak it all in. Mm. You know what I mean. I I do like the fact that we're giving out free cards. Mm. You know, even if they are useless. But like, at the same time, I think maybe not everyone all all at once all mm. together. You know, yeah. I think this is something that a lot of um, higher ranked players can hear because I think you. That's why you know we've made this show is that as. I can, I can, it helps me see the faults of, um, the, the pro players, what, when it comes into bringing the in community the community as a whole, gener- yeah, you know, yeah. uh, in terms of like bringing in the new players, but it also helps the new players understand why the pro players do what they do, mm. you know? So it's just kind of like, how do we balance this out to have an understanding amongst each other and give each other the space that we need to be able to play this game that we all love. Yeah. All it just takes is a little peace, love, and understanding. And that's, I think that's a good way to keep, like, your mental stability in the game and be able to support each other in terms of, like, not getting anyone stressed about, oh, I'm not making it to the top. I didn't win this week or I didn't... Or I can't afford to buy this car or I suck. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's just (laughs) allow them to ease into it, Mm. you know, find their own way. And I think, I think, you're giving your sp- yourself the space to do that. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Which, and we all should. Which a lot of we people We all should, can learn re- regardless, <laughs> regardless of how much time we have in this game, we all should just, if we need to, just take the time we need. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, speaking about mental health and adaptability, do you feel like we should do the, the task we were going to do for Let's today? Let's go for it. Okay. Let's go for it. I was actually giving that some thought over ah, the break. During the break. <laughs> yeah. I was I was I was, I was, I was thinking about some things. So 
we we were we were discussing it, disgusting, discussing it. Uh, I guess it is disgusting. We were discussing it earlier um, about how. Uh, so we know there's a new set coming, right? Yes. We spoke about this last week, um, and I think that's also the scary part about mental things is the speed at which this game happens, <laughs> especially these days. Yeah, so fast, so fast. You you are constantly talking about how tier elements issues and never got a real format yeah and now cash tier is almost like not really getting its own format you know because the moment it's starting to top the way tears did yeah could be could be a ban list coming real soon Mm -hmm. so yeah and we're getting a new set which might change things Mm. you know so um i think that's that's the scary part about easing yourself into this game uh but i think I feel like as long as you're not being competitive, you've got nothing to worry about. I think even if, if the if the mm-hmm. goal is competition, if the goal is like direct competition, <clears throat> then yeah, you need some hustle in your bustle. But mm-hmm. like if you just want to have fun, dude. Do you have your own written goals for what you want to do in Yu-Gi-Oh? No. Do you want me to? Do you think it would help for people <laughs> to have their own written goals that they want to do in Yu-Gi-Oh? For some people, yeah. Mm. Yeah, if if you're if you're that type of person, mm. like the I need to write something down type of person. Do you feel like it's or <laughs> not even write it down, but have like a mental note? Oh, I mean, yeah, I've got like a mental sense. note of the yeah. things I want to do. Yeah. Okay. And 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 they're also not so serious that like if I don't achieve them, I'm I'm not gonna die. But mm. like, yeah, but there's a list. Okay. So uh, we're gonna go into our list of what we think. Uh, should be on the balanced and how we would like the format to change. Um, this is not always, uh, because obviously this is about mental health, it doesn't have to be like a, a specific, oh, I do this because I know about the format and this is how it goes, you know? This is how... It's all speculative. It's all speculative and it's how we see hmm. the game in a way that we would like to see it, you know? Yeah. And what we would like to do and what we would like to see the changes as. Mm. And it's also based on our own experiences. So if any of us miss anything, it's not because we don't understand the game. It's just like we're talking about off the top of our heads what we've seen and what we would like to have a change. Yeah. But if we did miss something and you'd love to tell us how stupid we are, <laughs> at ShadowcastZA on Twitter is where <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely tell us. So do, do you want to go first? I think you go first. I'm going to take long, I think. Okay. Um, I think mine is obviously because I'm probably coming from like a more competitive side of things because um, that's at least because also remember this is also based on different goals in mind so like your goals won't always be the same as mine and I think even though they probably similar and might align you know we're at different parts of our journey yes. which is okay mm-hmm. and I don't think anyone should get intimidated by anyone's part of the journey they're at and don't ever look at that thing you know take your steps in the time you need to and pro players allow them to take their steps okay list in the time <laughs> that they need to sorry so for my ban list prediction um, the cards I would like to see banned is Diabolosis mm. uh, the number monster because I do believe that's that, going to be mine as well. <laughs> that that is the card that enables these zone blockings mm. to an a, an unfair extent. Yeah. Um. I do think that is one of the cards that's an issue. Um. I feel like it will make Kashira more control and make people have to think about their plays rather than just I'm gonna zone lock and auto win. Mm. Um. I also think um, expulsion 
is very branded important. Expulsion. Branded expulsion. I think it's created. I think it has the Hulk of Fabrax kind of idea mm. where Hulk of, because of Hulk of Fabrax, a lot of tuners were being banned. Yeah. And then eventually they, they were just like, Hulk. we don't have to ban this, just ban Hulk. Of yeah. Fabrax, and yeah. then after they ban Hulk, the tuners were fine. So they brought them back, you know, and mm. what's going to, ha- what's happening with branded expulsion is they do the raw lock. They do the night. Uh, what's it? The gimmick puppet nightmare. I mean, even this weekend I got fiend locked by a, a DDD monster, you know? So it was I one. I think of, that's also how Mac got me with the one card as well. With, the Orthros, I think. Yeah, it's the Orthros, and mm. on special summon you lock to fiends. So it's yeah. that kind of thing where it's kind of like a turn skip, mm. and I think it kind of at least one thing I I see in the game is winning games like that. And I, I have no excuse because I played at FTK for a bit, but winning things <laughs> like that, it's like you're a dirty, dirty yeah. whore. <laughs> it's, it's not in terms of slut. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So, so it's not in terms of skill. It's like more in terms of like this is my combo and I end the turn, and you can't play. You mm. know. Yeah. And I I don't I don't ostracize people for doing that because it's part of the game, mm. and that's just bad card design. I personally feel, you know. Mm. Um. So those are the only two on my ban list. So oh. The only two cards. Those are the only two things that two I have. cards you think that'll yeah. that'll hit. Um, in terms of the limited list, I have Harpy's Featherstorm. I do believe that card is also a turn skip and a problem. I mm. think it's okay at one because it's not searchable. Uh, you know, I don't want to completely kill the card because of Harpy's is still a thing. Um, but I think it is being abused a lot. Uh, we might go over time here a bit, but that's fine. I think it is being bu- abused a lot, um, and I do think playing it at three because the the rate at which people draw it is an issue. And it is able... Considering that you can now search a winged beast because the crystal beast play is at hand where you banish the trap and add the crystal beast eagle, um, I think that can make it an issue. Uh, and it allows you to just play it no problem, <laughs> you know? Um, so I do think that can be limited. I think Kashtira Fenrir will be limited um, because it my pathology was reprinted and i think even though people are saying uh kashtira is a fair deck i think people underestimate how consistent it is because literally unicorn is a one card combo Hmm. and any deck that's one card combo can play so much non-engine and it makes it insanely difficult to deal with and i think limiting uh fenrir to one will at least reduce the consistency of the deck to a point where it is actually fair and it's not taking up more than 50 percent of the of the top cut um, I think Runic Fountain and Runic Tip will be limited to one. Okay. Um, I think the Runic cards being able to draw like six cards in your turn. I yeah, think it's that, not. It's not fair. That's that's a bit of a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that does need to be hit. And to it's a tri- point. it's tricky enough that it deserves the hit because yeah. it's like there's too much going on. It's like I, yeah. I can't just stop this at one place. I do think Sprite Blue will be limited to one, mostly because of the reprint and Sprite has been topping left, mm. right, and center. Yeah. And I don't think it will kill the deck completely. I just think it will reduce the consistency and I think it is a really strong hit. Mm. Um, I know we did have Elf hit, but even that, as we saw, is not strong enough to kill the deck. Um, so Which I came do. so late. That Sprite, that, that Elf hit <laughs> was too late. It right. Was, it's too late. Um, but yeah, as we saw, Sprites won the YCS uh in london so you know to see sprite off go to i mean sprite blue go to one i think that will might hit the consistency of the deck a little bit more mm. we probably will still see the play of it of the deck but i, I think mean, it probably, will just yeah yeah Keep i think the one 
yeah, I think it will just like make the deck a little bit slower. Um, then uh, we have the one blaster ruler of the Inferno. I think this will come back because it's came come back in OCG. So we have another dragon ruler coming back, which is the fire one. I think Thunder Dragon Colossus can come back to one to give Thunder Dragons a little bit of a boost. Um, I do understand that it is a hard card to out because it can't be destroyed by card effects because you banish a card to protect it. But also, I think searching is really prominent in this game. Yeah. And I think there's big, we're at a point in the game now where so many cards are there to out it that it's okay for it to be back in the meta. Um, even though it's basically a draw and lockbird on legs, I still think it's an okay card to exist because we've got things like Dark Ruler No More, Imperm, evenly matched all these cards out this card very easily. <laughs> and we got Kaijus and Lava Golems, so, you know, yeah. it's that kind of a thing. Um, and then this is a personal one to bring back Deng Long, because uh, <laughs> it's been too Deng Long. This has always been my petition. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then finally, I think a card that's going to come back to either two or three is going to be Salaman Great Gazelle. And that's, oh, and, and that's because of the new set that's coming out that's bringing out fire support. So mm. we're getting more cards for Salamangrate. We're getting more cards for Volcanics, which are getting new support. So a lot of fire. And we're also getting no new Battling Boxer support, which is an old school archetype that people really love. Um, there's, e <laughs> there's even a guy on YouTube that plays it, which everyone knows the video of him going, Di -di 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 -ding! but anyway. <laughs> um, I think I think Salamangrate Gazelle might come back to a higher number just to sell the Salamangrates a little bit more. But yeah, that's my that's my list. I like your list. Your list is robust. Take it. It's got <laughs> reasons. He used the word pathology, guys. Pathology. Pathology. <laughs> if you can if you can spell pathology right, we'll give you a booster. <laughs> we'll give you but don't, the, don't hold but the catch is you have to spell it on our Patreon <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you have to spell it on our Patreon I like that <laughs> yeah. damn dude your list is good Um, my list is very much it's more along the lines of impressions because mm. I'm like what's the what's the secondary what's the second big bad to cash terror right now yeah you know that that's honestly probably gonna feel uh, a cash terror ban list the hardest in the same mm. way that like Ishuzu got the tier ban list the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if cash terror is getting hit in this in this set, I think it's the Ishuzu of the cash terror that's definitely gonna yeah. be suffering. Uh, which is good because that might mean that Diablos itself gets hit. Yeah. And that's definitely something I agree with. I do think mm. that Diablos should get hit. Um uh, as for like specific cards, I can't really speak to any specific cards right now. Mm. I'm thinking maybe a rise heart would be mm. limited mm -hmm. because that's how people are getting through the through the nib and yeah through through other board breaking. Like how are cards. you able to play with recycling one rise heart? Exactly. So I think maybe keeping a rise heart to like max to max, like being very nice. I think even one, to give like, them two, yeah. you know. I think I, I understand giving them two because if you if you put two on the field and then you lose both, it's like okay, good, you lost your queen. But yeah, like, if you if they have three, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> you no. still got another one. What are gonna be your other prosperity targets? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so so definitely maybe limit a rise heart. Mm. Otherwise, I don't know. Like. The the meta very much is at a space that I'm in love with, as mm. you know. 
So I can't really call any one thing out mm. without kind of ruining the the ecosystem that's in place here. Yeah. And I'm very fond of this ecosystem. Um I think no matter which way we go, some something's gonna gonna get hurt and then yeah. we'll be back on our way towards mm. another tier tier zero format. Um there was something I wanted to say about no, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> was it's it gone. about Sprite, Sword Soul? Um new deck. No, it's gone. I mean, it's it fine. better not hit Soto because you're getting it. Oh, because I just got it. So that <laughs> you just got it. But I don't. I honestly, I, honestly, one thing I can tell you though is I don't think Kashtira is getting hit. Mm. I don't think Kashtira is getting hit yet. Mm. Not yet. I could be wrong. I'm probably am wrong. I've I I don't have any pathologies to go on. <laughs> but I I I don't think Kashtira is getting hit just yet. Just because as well with tier limits, uh, when their ban list came around this time. After their uh, round of prominence, yeah, it didn't really hit the strategy that much. It was only afterwards when they hit these shoes and stuff that it, that they actually hit tier. Yeah. Before that, we thought that they were gonna hit tier pretty hard, and they didn't. Yeah. So based on that, I don't think Kashtira is getting hit as hard as you think it will. Mm. Yeah, but okay. we'll have to see. Okay, that's we'll fair. have to see. I like that. I like. Uh, let's see how how far our predictions go when the time comes. Yeah. Um. I hope you guys are excited for future things because as we said we've got some exciting plans and some exciting people that are coming up yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we hope you guys are ready for that new guests and everything oh it's gonna be so much fun yeah yeah so yeah that's that's our show for today i hope uh, wait no oh there's more there's more (laughs) there's always more you had you had more you know i mean as in like rate us five stars oh yes yeah yeah, yeah, you do the outro. R- I, I, I'm not an outro person. <laughs> You're the outro man. So you know what to do, guys. Rate us five stars wherever you can. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give us those glorious five stars because who doesn't have a five-star review, guys? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Lie for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lie for us. Lie to me, Daddy. Um So what? please rate us five stars wherever you can. <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us, the best place to do it is our Twitter at ShadowCastZA. It is the best place uh, for you to get a hold of us. Let us know about your favorite cards. Let us know about your favorite strategies. Let if us you're, know about your mental health. I was just about to say, <laughs> if you're having a hard time and you in this game and you've got nobody to talk to, DM at ShadowCast Twitter, okay? Mm-hmm. We'll be there to, 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 to lighten up the mood, okay? Because believe me, I know I'm a pro... I, 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 oh, I can't call myself a pro player. I know I've been in the game for a long time. Why can't but you I have, call yourself a pro player? I don't know. I feel like that's I'll not my job. Th- I'm... <laughs> couch, you, you might couch. You might have to beep this out, but I'm gonna punch this man in the um, dick. <laughs> anyway, but like, I I have been through shit as well through the game, so I am understanding. Anyway, never mind. Continue with the outro. That was <laughs> carry on. That, my rhythm's completely ruined. <laughs> completely ruined. Message us on. Don't click off. Don't click off. Wait, wait. <laughs> Don't. I promise we're going. We're, there's more. I promise. You need to hear this. Carry Please on. follow us on Twitter at ShadowcastZA. It's the best way to get in touch with us, and the best way to communicate with the show. <laughs> Um, and of course, please consider subscribing to our Patreon. It is the only way to listen to our special segment behind the break. Yes. And I think that's very important considering the guests that we're going to have soon. That's definitely going to be something that you want to listen to. 
as as we, as we said on the ad, you know, we cover everything from personal stories to a more in-depth Yu-Gi-Oh news. Mm. Every now and then, Mr. Professor Frisbee Moonsong himself drops these golden nuggets of gameplay strategy that honestly shouldn't be given to anyone. You know what I mean? Chicken and that's nuggets. why we do our best to put it behind a paywall. Mm. Uh, but that has been our show for this week. Yay. I have been your host, Nene Maneto. And I have been Frisbee Moonsong. And we are out. Peace. Bye.